Right at it. Right at it. Oh, he's done it again. Just as he did at the John Deere for his first win. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 90 of the Go Get That podcast. The elephant of the room. Yes, no Dan, unfortunately. Very sad. Uh, we briefly went over this in our last episode with BKT, but unfortunately, fortunately for him, Dan has gone across the pond for six weeks. So congrats on the vacation slash trip. I, I don't really know what he's going for. What did he say he was going School. for? Oh, really? So he is doing some work over there. Unfortunate. I'm sure he's doing plenty of fun as well, but yeah. that does mean no, no Dan on the podcast. Actually, that doesn't necessarily mean it, it, just the time hasn't worked out yet. Um, he'll be on for some podcast for sure. I'm sure, he'll be on for some podcast. We'll make sure he's on if and when he triumphs at Memorial this week. Um, because all that man, it, it kind of stinks. Um, Last week was very winnable for Mr. Spieth. Yeah. Uh, he would not have needed anywhere close to his A game to win that golf tournament. But he played like crap, and he was the cut. So. Yeah. Um, it was not pretty for Mr. Spieth. Um, two consecutive rounds over par. Um, you don't do that at Colonial often. So that was not fun. Uh, didn't really do much well at all, so that wasn't good either. Didn't putt well, uh, didn't chip well, was hitting it in the trees. It was ugly. Um, and yeah, little stat that I found that's alarming. Uh, I like to be positive, but you know, you can't avoid the negative. Jordan Spieth has lost strokes around the green in three straight events for the first time in his career. So that's not good. And yeah, really. Um, I don't want to say the wrist is probably causing that, but if it's the first time he's done it in his career, right when the wrist injury occurs, you put the pieces of the puzzle together and his short game might be suffering due to his wrist. So, well, at the end of the day, there's two ways to look at it. There's one, the wrist is affecting, or number two, his short game stinks. And that's fair. That's what we hope it is because that's an easier fix, I guess. Um, yeah. Doesn't really look like the train's going to slow down until the end of the season. Maybe, I mean, I don't really see him taking any rest periods. Um, he can play through it. It's just the quality of play. That... Um. Well, Jordan Speed is a very wristy player on the greens. He's very yeah. field-oriented. He likes to, the flick shots. Um, so it's not necessarily surprising that it's affected him. I definitely make sense out of the bunker short sided, but, um, you can't generate as much spin when you're not applying the force and he likes to spin the ball a lot around the greens. And I guess with the wrist issue, the more force that you apply, the more pain, and he might be like tentative right now. So yeah, there's no doubt that it's. A concern, but at the end of the day, uh, the driver was good. A memorial or 
Uh, no, I'm Memorial Colonial. I, yeah, I thought it was okay. It was okay. Well, the driver has been good. We didn't really talk about the PGA much, to be fair. Yeah, um, PGA, yeah. yeah I guess the driver could have been better. I was more thinking the PGA now that I'm thinking about it. But um, driver's been better. Um, yeah, been okay. I still don't think he's that sharp into greens. I know that the, the approach shots haven't been great. I mean, haven't been awful, but it, it he not just as sharp as he that, has. Been. He doesn't have that sharpness that you need to compete. Um, uh, what was the shot? It was like I forget what hole it was, but it was like it's like an hundred yard wedge, and he missed the green on the fringe. It's just like can't happen, right? Can't yeah. can't happen. You can't. It, it's not even like it was short. It was. 15 yards right of the pin can't be blocking wedges you know no, uh, i think i know what you're talking win. About. so i just I, I i like to see him sharpen up the game a bit historically he's always played decently at memorial he's always putted very well here uh he usually scraps together a pretty darn good finish here even when he's not playing great i expect i expect a few big numbers out of him this week i expect <laughs> he does he's eagle at this course a good amount, I believe. Um, he eagled when I was there. He eagled last year. He or was that two years ago when he put like the three with the three feet on eleven? I know the shot you're talking about, but yeah, I mean four par fives and probably at least two of them every day will be reachable. So very, very f- my favorite course on tour by by a good yeah. margin. Uh, the par fives are fantastic. All five of them are reachable with two good shots, which is pretty darn cool. Um, but they're not like easy par fives by any means either no. you have reward for sure be plenty of big numbers made plenty of sixes plenty of sevens 11 is five and 11 are two of the best holes um yeah uh, just two unbelievable especially since they've lengthened five a bit to make it a little harder just such a great golf hole unfortunate that i'm not able to attend this year but i'm sure that would be there next year maybe maybe the whole squad could be there next year I, think, I mean, I'd be up for that personally. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, I think yeah, the Friday so. ticket will be a little more affordable next year. Hopefully. hopefully well, year. maybe the maybe the tax will go down. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, yes. We have to make the transition from Colonial to Memorial with a forgettable mind. Uh, throw it out the window. Colonial is over. We are on to a new week, and honestly, I'm I'm hoping for just a little bit better with uh, with the wedges. Uh, I'd like to see everything from 100 in, including around the greens, just sharpen up a bit. Um, leaving himself too many testers for par, uh, 25 footers. Uh, I just I'd like to see a little more, just you know, sharpness in the game. Sharp is the word I keep going to because that's the word that comes to mind when I'm thinking about his game right now. Is it's not sharp. I don't think he's playing awful. He's not. I don't think he's. No. I don't think he's lost his swing. I just think he's not very sharp, and we're gonna need that to dial in a bit for him to contend on the PJ Tour anytime soon. Yeah, that seems fair. I'd personally like you know some respectability on the greens, um, but it good from you know March first through the heritage and he's kind of you know went all the way back down into 2022 territory with the putter um it's been ugly i mean colonial friday three putting the first couple greens definitely appreciated not three putting two greens in a row yeah he actually it's funny enough he putted like pretty well after that it still hasn't been near i mean it wasn't very good at oak hill 
Um, Wells Fargo, everything sucked. So he hasn't putted well, I mean, since the Heritage, which is, I mean, you're, it's really tough to play well when you don't putt. I mean, you lose strokes to the field putting. So, no, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, he as you said, he putts well at Colonial. I mean, not Colonial, Memorial. He's played well at Colonial in his career. He's got seven top 20s um, and 11 starts. So he plays pretty well here. Not usually contention, but, you Keep know. Keep saying Colonial. <laughs> I said Colonial again. Dang. Colonial is so bad, so it better not be this bad. You were like, he plays pretty well at Colonial. And I'm like, yeah, he because there's pretty well at Colonial. Yeah, I have mean, a bunch of points. So my thing is, there's two, there are eels. Yeah, more eel and Cologne eel. So it's, yes, you know, sure, sure, it's sure. a little bit of a tongue twister. But um, yeah, just some respectability back. Uh, I really don't want to go, you know, four straight performances of not finishing well. Um, we don't have that many more tournaments left this year, which sucks. I mean, we got Memorial memorial aha um, maybe we should just rename it to the barbara open the barbara open yeah i'd appreciate that <laughs> i mean yeah but we got memorial maybe travelers definitely scottish uh open and the playoffs so not a whole lot you know You're left unfortunately so might as well kick it back into gear before we go over the pond for most of well yeah the the wrist over the pond could be a little concerning. It could, um, yeah. Because those are shots where you need to get very creative. Um, so especially pot bunkers. Ooh, that could be bad. Um, so I'm really hoping that heals. I'm really hoping it's just tendonitis um, and that heals over time. Well, he came out saying it was a sheath tear. Did you hear about that? Oh, I did not. When was that? Yeah. A tendon, he said it before colonial. He goes a tendon sheath tear. I don't know what that means, but that sounds like an excuse for applying. <laughs> I don't know about that, sheath but um, tear. yeah, that's it's uh, it's a real thing, apparently. Apparently, a sudden yeah. twisting of the wrist can cause a subsheath to rupture, allowing the tendon to snap in and out. Of- yeah, it sounds great. I mean, it sounds, you know, this is sometimes referred to as a snapping wrist. Yeah. So he's dealing with that, whatever that is. But um, the good news is, I forgot it. We were mentioning the schedule. And I mentioned and NH2, the condition is painful and can damage the tendon over time. Yeah. So it sounds great. But I, we're going over the schedule. I completely forgot the US Open. Um, we can that'll forget go well, about that. Honestly, to save the wrist, might as well just WD. No, but the good the good news for the wrist is after the U.S. Open, even if he plays Travelers, he'll have like two weeks off, two three weeks off before you know you going know. overseas. So that'll be nice for the wrist. Um, it's the wrist. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive. I don't really know how to be positive until you know he does it again. At this point, I feel like we're no, kind of. I was thinking about this season so far, and it's. <laughs> at the end of the day he really needed to win the rbc <laughs> it's fair that was an event that really needed to be his because it's, i mean barring i'm not gonna say it can't happen but i would be a little bit surprised if where we are right now jordan picks up a win before the end of the year um, just like given fair assessment, just yeah. given where the game is, um, I don't think he's going to play bad. I just, I think that, I mean, I don't see him winning if he's not sharp around the greens. So that yeah. immediately yep. takes out a few weeks. Um, and 
even though I still like his chances at the open, I mean, that's it's a major. It's not easy to win. And another thing is, like, there just isn't much to be positive about in his game since besides the miraculous driving week at the PGA. Um, <laughs> since the RBC, like, Wells, yeah. I mean, it's he's gone miscut, um, brutally out of contention, top whatever at the P29. And then miscut at Colonial. I mean, missing the cut at Colonial in other years would have signaled some not good things. Um, I mean, if he had missed the cut at Colonial in 2020, 2020, we may have been talking about Corn Ferry Tour on this podcast. <laughs> uh, so I know that it doesn't feel as significant because obviously every, there's been so much going on with him. There's been the risk. There's been, uh, there's been, you know, chasing the slam. There's been the RBC playoff loss. He, he was playing pretty well up until then, but like missing the cut at a place that he plays that well at is very concerning. Um, yeah. I don't think we should take that lightly. That is something that never should happen. I yeah. mean, we should react to that the same <laughs> the same as if not worse than his miscut at the masters in my opinion um it's just as i guess it's a little harder to miss the cut the masters because the amount of people and the amount of old heads the boomers that are playing um but <laughs> missing the cut at colonial should never happen no it, it shouldn't i mean you come in... i mean I, the field really doesn't make that much difference but no but i mean you come into every season thinking i mean if you're going to go down the list of like best places to snag a win at colonial is always going to be top three and to miss the cut there i mean you're not i mean last year we were like pretty sour about what a t8 and this year he just he doesn't even play the weekend for the first time in his career it was almost surreal like it hasn't even hit me yet like i feel like it's just it hasn't hit me that like that was colonial week like that always is circled on our calendars as a week where he should be in contention and he didn't – I mean, it was looking like a miscut after the first 15 holes. Uh, it was the, ugly. <laughs> it was not good at all. No, it so, it, there's cause for concern. I just – I would love to see something this week that gives me a little hope for the rest of the year. And, I, again, I if he doesn't win this year, I don't think that that means we're in a slump. But I, I definitely think that – I mean, these are years of his prime that even with the success he's had the past two years um, playing very good golf and winning two golf tournaments, I mean, if he doesn't win this year, we'd have to reevaluate the end of the year how successful really were the past three years, right? Two wins, three years. Yeah, that's not bad, but that's also not what you're looking for out of Jordan Spieth, right? Like, I, he's played – I don't want to say it's a capitalization um, problem. It's just he's not giving himself enough chances, uh, I feel like, recently, at least. Obviously, he gave himself plenty of chances in 2021, and it was a little unfortunate he was only able to get one win, but he's just not giving himself enough chances right now. I mean, he's had, I guess, two chances to win this year on Sunday, uh, Bay Hill and uh, RBC, unless I'm missing one, right? Um, Valspar. Oh, Valspar. Sure. Good point. That one. 
Um, so yeah, there was that stretch, and it was a good stretch. Uh, it was it was a great stretch. Uh, it's fun. <laughs> it was fun. I mean, we take it we take for granted contention, but some of these opportunities need to come back. We need more chances to win. More chances to win equals more wins. Uh, Brooks Kepka shows that perfectly. He gives himself to win. He gives himself a chance to win in literally every major, and look where it gets him. It gets him five major championships. So I would love to see a little something this week. Just some fight, man. Like it just doesn't. He looks like he's getting lazy on the course. It just doesn't look like he's mentally ready to win a golf tournament. If you get what I mean. Uh, like I don't look at Jordan Spieth last week and be like. Yeah, that guy could win next week, right? Like he just—he doesn't even look like he's playing at the same level in his head as the other guys. If I—I I don't know if that makes sense, but it just—it doesn't seem like he's in that zone right now. He shows his emotions on his sleeve for sure. Um, again, he—I mean—he looks to me like a guy who's just lost with the putter again. I mean, the early walks are back. You know, they're running it eight feet by is back. Uh, missing the comebacker for par. Um, I think uh, it's funny, too, just going back to the PGA. He uh, he was on, like, featured group coverage on that Sunday, and they took him off after, after like, 12 holes, and he gets to the 17th hole, and he misses, like, a three-footer for bogey. And they double. We didn't even get to see that. Like, that's back with the putter. He's just not putting well again. Um, he's, like, he's very – as we like to say, I mean, you say it, he's streaky. But when he puts well, typically everything else usually goes well besides 19. Because, like, he's still hitting it well enough right now. Like, if he puts well and he hits it the way he's hitting it right now, it'll be a quality finish. I, um, I'd say... I'd say he's still just a little bit of sharpness away. Like, he needs no, to... that's be, for sure. I agree. I think his misses need to be a little better. His miss with a wedge needs to be 25 feet. It can't yeah. be missing the green. He can't be dumping that shot on 17 when he has a chance to make the cut into the bunker. That can't be happening. Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't think he's striking it awfully. No. I just think that he needs a little bit of tightening up the game. But at the end of the day, you're right. I think if he puts well, I think he has a chance. Um, Plays at least decently if he puts well. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to see how the putter works this week because – Honestly, he's been working hard on the putter, and the putter has definitely improved throughout the year as a whole. Uh, I just, I'd hate to see we we get up here with the putter, right? We were we were we were here where we dot where we uh, we what did we do? We called it a what a putting recession uh, recession, right? Still so in, yes. Here. So we're here with the putting recession, and since Dan has said that, we've gone here, right? Yeah, and now we're going back here, but yep. in here we didn't get a win. Yeah, that's just so a problem. That's where the problem is. Yeah. Um, we got all the way here. We didn't get a win, and now we're going back. <laughs> that's the issue. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good way to put it. I mean, the good news is, I mean, last year when he was just putting terribly, he putted great here last year. So I don't know if yeah. there's any good vibes there. He always puts well here, relatively speaking. So yeah. could use that this week. Um, we're recording this Tuesday. He was out there yesterday, which, I mean, I love to see. Uh, it's good to see that the wrist is, you know, allowing him to work seven days in a row. Because, I mean, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you expect him to make the cut. Um, so the hunger is there, uh, which is nice to see. He could easily just take Monday off. Because, I mean, typically at a major, I mean, typically most, like, tour weeks, you're not usually playing holes on a Monday. But he played holes yesterday. So that was really nice to see after having to 
very disappointing weekend off. Um, it's, I think, I mean, I've, I think in previous podcasts, maybe at Riviera, like last year, I said Riviera is my favorite non-major week. I think this actually is. This golf course oh, is really, really, this really entertaining. Um, besides maybe like the Scottish, just because the early wake up is fun and, you know, Lynx is fun. I love this event. Um, he typically plays well. And it would be nice if we could, you know, as you said, for those that can't see the video, if we can start the uptick again, working towards, you know, the U.S. Open and the rest of the summer. Yeah, I, I'm with it. I, I I agree. I agree with everything you said. I, I'd like to see some some putts fall this week. Uh, it's a great golf course, probably the best on tour, in my opinion. I know I'm a little biased, but I, I it's just such a great design. And Jack always loves to make it pretty tough when he can. I firm think, this week. Yeah, I think that without the rain, it will be pretty darn hard on Sunday. Because yeah. um, Memorial, Ohio gets a lot of a lot of sun, so we will be we'll be seeing how that all plays out. But hopefully, we're watching the Sunday broadcast. Uh, <laughs> Better with, be watching the Sunday broadcast with good. With good hopes. Yeah. No, you can't go through missed cuts in four weeks. It, it, it. You cannot do that. <laughs> a missed cut this week, and there'll be some harsh words said on next week's podcast. And yeah. That's especially ahead of the US Open in a couple, oh. <laughs> couple weeks, which could be a bloodbath. If Can you imagine he's in contention there? <laughs> I mean, there's, I think Elise said she wouldn't, you know, be shocked. Um, I'd be shocked, but you know, I think he he talked after the PGA. There's going to be, I think it's Bermuda Greens at LA. It sounds like he's played there before, which is interesting because like he knew the grass type there, so maybe he just you know knows that. But it sounded like he might have played there before, which is cool. Obviously, well, not in U.S. Open conditions, but um, I can't wait for LA. It's gonna be fun. But Memorial this week. Um, one to add, they lengthened two holes, so it's going to be even tougher. 16, the par three got lengthened, and then 17 got lengthened. So 17 is now 503 yards. Uh, 16 is 220 yards, and then 18 is always brutal. So the closing stretch is going to be even tougher than it usually is. Yeah. So yeah. maybe a single-digit winner this week. I don't think that's impossible. I don't as well. Uh Unfortunately, this is kind of a course horse type of golf venue. Um, two names in particular come up when you think of the Memorial Tournament, and they have been dominating the event for about five years straight now. Um, so the unfortunate part of this week is that Jordan beats a game here probably doesn't beat two other guys a games here, uh, which is a little unfortunate because most of the times, in my opinion, Jordan's a game beats almost anyone's a game um, besides maybe Scotty. But this week, I mean, you look at how Rom and Cantley have performed here over their careers. Uh, they're two people that, we we really don't see anything like it on tour between these two guys at this golf course. They've, they've, I believe Cantley's top 10, like four of the last five years, something like that. 
Um, I could be wrong, but I, I mean, can look. He's yeah, he's dominant here. What last year T three, then he won it T thirty two in twenty twenty T seven at the workday, won it in nineteen, fourth in eighteen. Yeah, so yeah, he's with self. Yeah, so I mean, I don't get me wrong. Give me right now, Ham can't lay speed battle on Sunday. I'll take it, but uh, yeah, battle we're winning. Definitely, definitely <laughs> feel like that needs to be said because this is definitely a course horse type of week. Um, a lot of guys play here well here every year. Who won last year? Uh, Billy Ho. Oh yeah, In dominant fashion too. One by four. Yeah. What did Ham finish last year? Uh, T10. Your men Aaron Wise was runner up last year. Yes. He's out of the field this week. That's unfortunate. Mental health reasons. Oh, that's unfortunate. So. Probably. I don't know. I don't feel like I'd be that much of a sucker to bet Aaron Wise this week, but you said he's out of the field. If he was in the field, I oh, definitely uh, have flicked, you know, a little first round bet, which could have came back to, to haunt me. Um <clears throat> I, I don't know. Do you have any more thoughts on the course on speed? I, I don't. I don't have my bets yet. So we're recording this early on Tuesday. Um I can go through mine. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And I'll, I got to work on mine tonight. So. They're they're pretty simple. I said it's course horse. Um, I have twenty on uh, can't lay to win. Uh, plus eleven hundred, I believe. Oh. I have ten on Thigala to win. Ah, that's different. That's my odd play of the week, and then I have fifty on Rom over Scotty. Wow. Plus 110. And then I have, which is was a bonkers line. And I don't know the odds on this yet because I haven't calculated it. But then I have 20 on Ham over Scotty parlayed with Patrick Cantlay over Xander. Wow. So. um, I like, that's cool. Surgical for myself this Back week. As we are on like a four week minus 100 streak. You're in last. Yeah. I was about yeah to say. We've lost 500 go get that points in four weeks. <laughs> Speaking so of, I have to turn around because I I am probably the most recent of the three to take the SAT, yeah. and I do not want to do that again. <laughs> I was about to say we gotta give a standings update. So Dan's in first. Dan is up by trillions over Bob and I. Dan is up. He's plus ninety eight on the season. I am minus three ten in second, and Bob is minus three fifty six. So there's a I was petition for last. Year. I was up forty four dollars. Four weeks ago. <laughs> it's a tough scene. Yeah, I'm cold. So it happens. We're going to need uh, Scotty to stink this week. That's a hard ask. Let's see what that parlay pays out real quick. I believe it's pretty high since I. You'd be shocked at how much value you can get when you get a plus plus money guy in a parlay because it just makes the odds skyrocket. I bet this is close to plus 300, maybe even more. He's pulled the bet against Mr. Scott. 
I mean, this is the week to do it. I guess with the ROM, yeah. You'll have a T4 versus a T10. Minus 130, minus 110. Hmm. Okay. Plus 322. I will take that. There you go. That'll get you back. Uh, It'll give me basically even for the week. But if that hits, that also means that my other thing hits. So True. You expect big things out of the big span- Spaniards. I do expect I guess the, with good big, reason. the big Spaniard to do me some good this week. Hopefully Cantley wins as well. That would be nice. Actually, I really can't. No, you want Speed to win. Obviously. Because that's going to happen. It's funny, too, because I was talking about like after the RBC, I thought this would be a great spot for him. But then obviously since the RBC, everything's went downhill. It just sucks. Yes, I would agree. Who knows though? Because like he played well here. I mean, last year, and I remember last year we didn't really come in with like, I mean, he played well at Colonial last year, but like, I mean, that's a given. I mean, he had the T thirty four at the PGA, which he didn't putt well at. T seven at the Schwab, and T eighteen here, where he putted really well for the first time of all of last year. So he likes his place. I'm sure he's getting you know plenty Ooh. of milkshakes in before Thursday, Mister Spieth. You know, I really wish this was a pl- a two hundred dollar. 200 point week it's not no i would have put a hundred <laughs> on cantley top 10 plus money i didn't even see that that seems like a good bet I mean, he i'm sure that would be uh i'm actually kind of shocked at that line he's got five top tens and seven tries yeah the math works out in your favor there forms forms good right yeah, T9, PGA. Do we have anything else? Or, again, I'll get my bets out. Dan will – really, the more impo- the most important bet, Dan will have his out. Because, I mean, he's the one that's actually, you know, winning. So. Man, I'm, I'm in shambles. I'm Dan hit a nice matchup last week. Well, Dan hitting the Kepka winner was huge. Yeah, that was – I'm kicking myself because I had Brooks the top – 20 and well i was so high i was so high on brooks yeah all week but i had too much money on him outside of the podcast that i didn't want to bet him in the podcast too that was my reasoning yeah that seems fair which was unfortunate and i had schwab i had grillo to top 40 so i mean i've had placements on the last two winners i need to make those placements outrights and get friskier yeah, but we need we need to dial it in, Jordan. This this is embarrassing. I'm trying. I just gotta freaking pick my placements to be winners. So I guess I'll do that this week. I just gotta figure out who I like. But I mean, yeah, you kind of said it. It's it's a very chalk week. Um, I mean, when you look at the winners here, it's pretty. I mean, what Tiger won here trillions of times. Rom is one here. Cantley wins here. I mean, Billy Ho isn't you know actually elite, but. I, I'm player. I'm taking one of my bets back. Oh, wow! to win is that's that's a waste. That's of time. dead. So that's I'm better. adding ten dollars to the Rom over Scotty bets. Okay, that's fair. Wow, I respect that. Yeah, I mean Thigal is probably not going to win, but then I will laugh if he does win. <laughs> that would be so. He had a T five here last year. Yeah, I can see why. Uh... 
You would want that. Well, if Ron beats Scotty and Cantley beats Xander, that means I won the week by 110. Go get that points. So that is what we're striving for. Seems fair. And man, it's tough to bet with just 100 points. It really is. It is. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I keep hitting bets, but I keep losing for the week, which I guess isn't the worst case scenario in this format. But no, but it's tough because. But last year I won so much that it's like you got to hit like an outright because you're bound to have weeks where you're minus 100. It's just well, I've had quite a few in a row. Yeah, I mean, I've had them. Dan's had them. Dan hit you know a plus three or plus 400 outright, which. Yeah, but I need, hopefully we'll start losing again. <laughs> yeah, are we doing two hundred dollars points for the playoffs as well? Uh, I do not think so. Maybe we can do one fifty. We have to talk to Dan about it. Maybe we'll, do yeah, it. We'll, we'll have to figure it out because there's got to be some way to. The problem is the playoffs aren't. I mean, they're like they're they are what they are. I mean, they're <laughs> they're pretty normal tournaments. Yes. Exactly. I would like a chance to rush back into the thick of. Oh come race. on. We'll have to see about that, but we got anything else or we're good. Maybe a recap of the win on Sunday live. Of course. That sounds good. Problem. I actually am not going to be able to watch quite a bit of the tournament this week. Why is that? Makes me sad. I got to drive somewhere Friday, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to, I'll be able to watch Thursday. Not sure if I'll be able to watch Friday. Don't think I'll be able to watch Saturday. Might be able to watch Sunday. Yeah, I've been busy. I have a tournament Thursday, so I probably won't be able to watch Thursday. Yeah, I have Jordan Q this week for questionable. So, Jordan is Q. Wow. I'm Q. Well, Spieth is uh, A, active. But me, Jordan, I'm Q. Questionable. Wow. Shocks. According to Injury Golf Report, Jay Spieth is still questionable. Oh, that's unfortunate. So breaking news there. But remember, remember, it's to finish the event, not start the event. So there is a chance he starts the event and then withdraws as well. So he de- some would say he's still questionable. But I do think that's all we have for episode uh, ninety. I know it was a little shorter, but that's okay. We don't it's want short. too much of your time. It's it's almost summer. It's summer for some people. I'm sure you guys, I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this by the pool. And some are listening to this in their house when they'd rather be at the pool. So we're going to make it easy for all of you. Um, but if you are listening to this instead of being at the pool, then you have our heart because that is, that's asking a lot. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully Dan's back next episode. We'll, yeah. make, Dan, we'll make Dan wake up. Uh, we'll make Dan, we'll grab Dan out of the club in England. And uh, he's in, um, no, he's not in England. He's in, um, yeah, Denmark, I, I, I want to say. I think he's in Denmark. Oh, I'm sure they have plenty of clubs. Yes, there. yeah, they do. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll pull him out of the club. We'll bring him on the live when Spieth wins on Sunday, uh, and everything will be a okay. So, thank you guys for tuning in. And yeah, peace. Take care.